15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Okay, now I've tested this one. I'm recording a backup here, recording a backup there, just in case shit goes wrong. So, because I do not want to have to go, oh man, this episode sounds like shit. Hey everybody, welcome to the Utah Outcast. It's Monday, the 2nd of May as you're hearing this, and we're here to bring you all sorts of uh, news that you missed from the past week, have a little fun with real audio from the worst examples of right-wing asshattery that we could possibly find, and finally at the end to give you a little bit of our highs and lows for the week. This is Pothell Media's flagship podcast with a distinct anti-theist worldview coming at you from the great state of Utah, home of the country's most powerful weirdos. We are very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist and skeptical podcast that skews politically left. You've been warned. So if you're a new listener, welcome. However, we must implore that you get some headphones because we definitely earn the explicit tag for this show. Uh, feel free to get in contact with the show via our email, which is mailbag at utahoutcast.com. Text or voicemail us at 347-669-3377. And we're also on a ton of social media platforms. Uh, just look for Utah Outcast and you should be able to find us. This show is graciously backed by generous donations from listeners via Patreon and PayPal, with the former getting new goals and rewards for those who choose to contribute, uh, like our biggest fan, Robert. Uh, if you like the show but find yourself unable to share financially, we do ask that you give the show a five-star rating on whatever service you get us on, whether it be Google Play. Yeah, we're on there now. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all those places. Uh, you're, and we're also on YouTube. So your ratings and subscriptions help us get more listeners and more fans because every little bit helps. So, I'm X, and uh, I'll be your host this evening, and joining me on the panel this episode is only Felicia. Um, only, 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 only. You're You're all we need this episode. Oh. oh. We miss our Kyle, though. We yeah, Kyle, get better, man. We, he's going yeah. through some shit, so I'm not going to bring up. If you've, if you've been listening, you know what's going on, so... <clears throat> So it's been a whole week since we last talked. What have you been? We can actually do this one this week. What have you been up to recently? What have you been up to this week? Um, this week I have learned that everything is complicated and it's not what you think it is. Um, it, uh, oh God. Um, so just just by the nature of my job, I have to be vague. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so what I learned this week is that I work with the goddamn most fabulous, absolute excellent people in the entire goddamn fucking world. Seriously, I could not be more overjoyed with my coworkers, and that is a rare thing to be able to say. Yeah, you're not working with the derp at the cheese counter anymore. Who fucks I up am the not. Cheese. In fact, <laughs> I have actually actively got complaints about her. Um, <laughs> Post you leaving the position. Yes, post me leaving. Like people are like, she's she's awful. She is, 
She didn't know the difference between camembert, camembert and brie, and I was like, the what? shit. What? I'm a, I'm a fucking rookie, and I know the difference between that shit. Oh, someday in my life, I must taste camembert de Normandie. Mm, like in to... my life, you can really only get it in France. I was gonna say you have to go to that French place you to go get that. Go to France to get Camembert de Normandie. But someday in my life, think uh, France is on my bucket list, though. So, like in general, like I have to see the Mona Lisa. I've been. I was a little, That's... little, oh! little, little kid. I was so little though. The Venus de Milo, like I would just be like, like I okay, I wept in front of Van Gogh. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I stood in front of Van Gogh's self-portrait and literally just, like, okay, I was, like, getting teared up in front of Monet's <laughs> water lilies. Like, I was like, I can't believe I'm here. Oh, my God. Like, super fangirling. But then I stood in front of Van Gogh's self-portrait and I just, like, tears just started falling. I was like, this is the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Like, no, like, I am a total art nerd. Um... <laughs> Because, like, we were we were really hungry when we are rushing through the Art Institute of Chicago, which is, you know, the big art museum. We are like, rushing through to get to the cafe. Mm -hmm. It turns out they had a damn decent cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be damned. <laughs> I was like, nice, guys, nice. And, um, but then my, the rest of my family were like, we're going to go look at the art of ancient Ireland. And I'm like, you know what, I, as much as I would love to see that. There's fucking, I saw from trying to get here, I saw it from a distance, fucking <laughs> Monet and Van Gogh. And there's a Renaissance hall. There's a whole fucking hall of my dreams. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> so by myself, I'm wandering this museum and I got to see Toulouse-Lautrec. And I got to see, um, I, I got to see, uh, the, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blanking right now because it was, it was just one of the most fabulous and I stood in front of these paintings where I was like this is happening to me right now and 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 in these, okay so funny thing is that mo like other than the Mona Lisa, like the vast majority of these artworks are not behind glass Yeah, like you can literally stand two feet away from them two feet, mm. two feet away like that's it and um that There's is so many actually, dolly paintings i would love to see that close oh. it's remarkably close obviously because you're not an idiot you don't touch them yeah. <laughs> like, what, what's this paint touch, like <laughs> i'm afraid to touch my own oil paintings okay <laughs> like i look at my own oil paintings and i hold them by the edges and because um the acids in your skin will like wear them down i'm like i don't want to do that even though, like, it would take centuries to degrade them, like, there's still, like, this fear in my heart that future people can't see them. And there's no glass covering these paintings or these sculptures. There's no glass. So you, they have, like, a little rope that they're like, don't you fucking cross it. No part of you crosses this rope. You don't go like, <laughs> and, ooh. <laughs> and because, I mean, they're so beautiful. They're, uh, they're so beautiful. And you just stand there. And you just stare. And I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, you were talking about you have badass people at your work, but I was just making... Oh, so what I'm saying is that, um, like, to have moments of this profundity where you just stand in front of just miracles of artwork, that is my workplace. That's awesome. I wish Because I they are just that awesome of people. I wish I could say my work was the same way, but I think I told you how one of the guys at my work, like... 
I don't mean to offload on people that I work with, but there was a dude popping a zit on his neck, like right in front of me. Like everybody sits at the cube farm facing like this direction. And so I have a guy like three feet in front of me and all I could see is like the back part of his head, like, like from ear back. And I see him reaching back and he's doing this whole eh, eh, trying, obviously trying to get like a zit on his neck. And I'm like, oh, dude, dude, that's gross, man. You dude, you work in a situation where apes will be apes and there is no recourse for such situation. Where? I get to sit in my like own little world for most of the day and then me and my like quote unquote boss. Your boss. Be- no, because he's like my buddy. Oh, I know, like, I know. Like this guy is like my dude. Like <laughs> seriously, I love this guy. <laughs> I better be hearing from him soon about something. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. Oh, you're not talking about that one. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like my literal like next above me boss. Oh, Der- gotcha. Derek, 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 my love, Derek. Oh, <laughs> who is my friend? Derek, Derek, who's like he vapes too, and he's like the only other one in the office. Although like half of our staff smokes. Well, you have to be. It's stressful as shit. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> And so, and he loves wine, like, as much as I do. Hey, I finished my box wine this week. Yeah, that was good. Yeah! So, Derek, like, like four times a day, he'll be like, you want to go vape? Or I will. Like, one of us two will be like, hey, you want to go out? Yeah. Like, we just hang out together. He's seriously, like, my buddy. Super jealous. I I used to joke with him and call him my boss, but now I'm like, I don't want to even call him that because he's, like, my friend. You're my dude. Hey, dude. He is. He's so like my one of my favorite people. So no, seriously, I um I had a rough week. I had a really, really w- rough week, and they gave me an extra day off because of it. Hooray! Mm-hmm. But between and, between day off from being sick and day off from this other thing, it's like, uh, you would rather not spend your days off with that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> And, uh, but I walked into the office and all I got was hugs and kindness and just the best people. So what I was trying to talk about was that moment where I had, where I stood in front of Van Gogh and I truly wept for the beauty that I experienced. I actually got to experience that in a workplace. That is profound because it really was the thing I am working on right now is so remarkably profound and truly moving that almost nothing could tear me away from this. And I can't wait until we can actually say what it is after everything is said and done. Oh, victory. Some some of you guys are going to be just be like, Whoa, really? So especially if you're local, that's all I can say about that. So anyway, uh, my week, what the fuck have I been up to? Uh, besides a awkward ass week where like not much was happening, like shit hit the fan, not literally on Friday. And I'm going to make that my low point for this week. So you're not getting that one out of me just yet. Uh, but like today, you know, your quote unquote day of rest, uh, involved having to do shit loads of yard work. And then, and then I had to go help some members of the family with some stuff out where they didn't have any other strapping young lads like me to go help with this thing, which involved having to carry boxes that were about uh, eight feet tall by like 12 inches thick and like three feet wide that weighed 230 fucking pounds each. What the shit you yeah. said? Yeah, they're greenhouses that we're, I'm helping them set up. But it's like these fucking boxes. It was like me sumo wrestling myself. I mean, yeah, I, no, I have a slight no, weight no, advantage, no, but no. 
slight weight advantage on this thing. Like, I'm like at 50 pounds. I'm like, all right, I have to lift this absolutely properly. At 60 pounds, I'm like, I'm done. Nope. So I pulled all three of these fucking things, each weighing like 220 off of this truck. And then I had to strap them onto a dolly because I I tried without the strap and the fucker fell on me. (laughs) This shit hurts so bad. No, no, no. I don't know. It's just, it's like this. You think Sunday would be like a relaxing day where you just sit around and either watch stuff with the kids or, you know, catch up on news or, you know, for, for heaven forbid me actually do some more stuff to the show notes that I've got here. But no, like today was just manual fucking labor day. And so going back to work tomorrow, watching a guy popping zits on his neck, that's fine. That's a lot less stressful. I could put my feet up and I can relax and it's, it's pushing keyboard stuff. It's not that hard. I can, I could stay bored for a good chunk of cash. So. <sighs> instead of doing shit for free no oh, man so no, i'm trying not to bitch about the week i had a, i okay. had a, honestly a good weekend but it's just been I, I short have, and hard so i do have one thing that i want to talk about a like a bodybuilding bit. elf sorry uh so i have had the great honor to participate in an atheist of utah calendar this oh year, yeah that's this week up. so we're we're in the process of doing photo shoots um the last one was was today. They actually might literally still be shooting, um, but they are. Uh, they uh, so I've had the great and amazing experience, and she, this is not the first time I've I've worked with her, Megan Larson. I want to shout her name from the rooftops because this woman is a goddamn genius behind the camera. She she not only finds the beauty in every single body but she finds the sexy like the oh damn i'd do that like in <laughs> everyone like i don't know how she does um so one one thing that i've noted uh so okay so first i'm going to summar- summarize the project uh and the atheists of utah of which i am the president is taking on we are accepting the donation which you know we have a right to deny but um we are accepting the donation um the idea is that uh, a couple of our wonderful members have decided to do a calendar. Yay! Yeah! Of sexy atheist women within the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. I've seen some <laughs> of the preliminaries, too. Oh, man. They're fucking rad. They're amazing. They and so, uh, so the idea is that we will be uh, doing a calendar. You know, you know, the calendar. You're That's fired. what you do calendar right not not only and, does it sell really well but it also empowers the people in the pictures so <laughs> exactly but here's the difference is that this is a total body positive calendar yep. where we are pinupping uh not necessarily traditional although there was one like super like traditional pinup and like she doesn't even believe us that we were we were sitting there looking at her like okay She's fucking hot. And this is ridiculous. <laughs> she didn't believe us. I had a chance to talk to her after. Shut up, guys. Yeah, she no. Uh, <laughs> she was so terrified. She kept herself like entirely covered until it was her turn, and then she took off her robe, and we we're like, oh, damn, damn. <laughs> and she didn't even know. She did not even know that she was this goddamn hot. Um. So we're doing this calendar, and it's it's uh, it's amazing. The thing is that I, I often find in quote unquote body positive calendars uh, or, or shoots of some sort yeah. uh, that that they are like demanding you find all body 
shapes attractive, mm-hmm. right? Um, which I find is unfair. Yeah, because not everybody just... has the same taste. That's the no, thing. No, and it's not. Um, I read something earlier today about how um, I read something earlier today about how porn used to just like when you had to buy it at a shop, and it before it was like internet porn was fully accessible. You just had to accept the blonde, tan, like heteronormative concept of sex sexually attractive, mm-hmm. which was annoying because it turns out that human sexuality is far more diverse. Yeah, but then you don't. On, I know it. <laughs> on the other extreme, you've had like these quote unquote sexy shoots with uh, bodies that uh, that are that are shot in a way that are not sexually appealing but like they're basically demanding that you find them sexually appealing regardless of the aesthetics yeah um i've had a problem i've I've had an internal struggle with these because one i don't want to shame them i don't want to i don't want to take away their sexuality their sexuality is their own and it is deserved and and it's remarkable and if it doesn't work for you it'll work for somebody else that's that's how i view the whole thing right that being said, if you as an individual do not find it sexually attractive, you should not be held at fault. Uh, that being said, everybody's got a type. Our <laughs> amazing photographer can find the sex in literally every body type. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like the wide range of women who have participated in this. Um they're all going to be your type. <laughs> oh, this this bitch, and I mean that with full respect. When I when okay, I don't use the word bitch like unless it's respectful because I love that word. Like it's like, bam, she she's a boss. Like she is the shit. Like I don't, I'm not thug, so please forgive me. Um, but when I use the word bitch, I mean it in a hundred percent. The, the the concept and, of... And how much have you had to drink tonight, Felicia? Oh, for <laughs> nearly the entire bottle. <laughs> but uh, Megan Larson deserves all of our respect because I have not met an artist who can do... Who, who can... She doesn't change women. She doesn't take away from women what she they She just finds what's in them. Yeah, she finds the, the sex in you. Yep. Or in the character you're portraying, like in my instance, because they did me up in some serious, like, hair and makeup that I don't <laughs> embody. Yeah. But it was fun. It was great. And I got to, like, be a canvas for an artist. So that was awesome. Well, the- but um, I, the calendar is sexy, like, straight up, like, sexual with with being body positive and i can't be more proud to (laughs) be a part of such an amazing project that not only displays the diversity of our non-believing women which are so underrepresented yeah underrepresented in our movement sausage party Mm -hmm. (laughs) these women are screaming loud and proud that they're atheists and the atheist movement can accept them saying, yeah, we don't give a shit. We have had all ages, shapes and sizes and colors participate in this shoot. And holy <laughs> shit, dude, 
It's amazing. And the theme this year, because we plan to continue this year after year, is women in science. Now, we are not portraying any scientists themselves. Yeah. Uh, but we are doing homages to their work. And so and when it's finally going to be available, everybody needs to go fucking pick this thing up. So we are currently doing pre-orders. So, uh, and where can they find these? Where, where uh, can you pre-order? So you can contact me, Felicia at atheistsofutah.org, and I will make sure we get you set up with a pre-order. Yeah. The pre-order is $50. That is not the actual cost of the calendar. The $50 is to make sure that we make this project happen. So think of it like a Kickstarter. You're getting it on ground level. Right. So. right. And um, so you're co- you can contact me, Felicia, at atheistsofutah.org. Again, I, I said it again. Yep. Um, and we can get you a calendar. Uh, or you can visit us at the Salt Lake City, Utah Pride that is coming up Which in coming early up. June, the first weekend in June, and we will be selling the calendars there. Yeah. But before yeah. we jump into June, uh, we have a another event that I want to let everybody know about that it's, it's something I'm probably going to go to, that I but I can't exactly click on the yes going on my Facebook timeline. Not because I'm closeted on my Facebook, but because... I'd rather not piss off a lot of people by showing that I'm going to the Satanic Temple Utah public meeting on May 21st at the Watchtower Cafe. It's from 1 to 3 p.m. And we're going to have people from the local branch of the Satanic Temple coming in and saying, hey, guys, you want to. Amazing. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so I, was, I don't remember exactly whose page I was on, but today I was defending the Satanic Temple versus uh Satanism. I'm I Levan Satanism. I don't he was okay, so here's the deal is that the Satanic Temple was trying to do an invocation before before a city council meeting and uh through nifty ways of barring that, they prevented it. Well the woman who was going to give the invocation, who was just absolutely yeah. darling, mm-hmm. um she read the invocation and she said, you know, she basically outlined what the, the satanic temple believes. Yeah. The seven tenets, the se- yeah. seven fundamental tenets of the satanic temple. She, she asked for agnosticism and all that, which does not have demonstrable proof and stuff like that. Right. And she used these very high level terms and she, and, and she spoke down to no one cause God damn it. Cause they don't. <laughs> And, no, because um, they expect you to be fucking intelligent about this shit. Yeah, so one guy was like, she contradicted herself, saying she's an atheist and believes in Satan. I was like, no. No, no. The Satanic yeah. Temple is a non-religious or a non-theistic religion, I should say. Exactly. Right? It's a non-theistic religion, and they view Satan <clears throat> as, a, as a metaphorical symbol for which to model their behavior after. Yeah, because he at least told the truth in the fucking Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like did. somebody else. God, fucking Christians. Ugh. Ugh. Make me sick. Anyway, uh, we got to get into news you missed for this week. And the first item that I wanted to bring up is because we can't go a week without talking about Ken Ham. Oh, for fuck's sake. So you remember me talking last week how they've been approved for the, um, uh, let's see, I think they were approved for what, like 18 million or something like that? Uh, I don't remember, but it was an exorbitant amount of money. So anyway, uh, despite the, uh, let's see. Despite the report that was provided by the Hunden Research Group, which showed that this this theme park, and I've been trolling them hard. 
I've been trolling Ken Ham's group Answers in Genesis hard on on Twitter recently. Uh, they're only going to receive about three hundred twenty-five thousand visitors in the first year of business. That's it. Shocking. That's it. Shocking. Really. <laughs> That's all. That's all they're going to receive in the first year of them being open. We have a local theme park here called Lagoon that I'm sure gets at least twice that every fucking year. And we're in Utah. What's your excuse, Kentucky? <laughs> uh, so in the first year of business, the Kentucky Tourism Development Finance Authority voted seven to zero to approve the Ark Encounter for up to 18 million in tax rebates. Uh, let's see. We we didn't believe that the park was going to be getting the full amount, but the theocrats who run the state of Kentucky have set out to uh, disappoint everybody once again in the state of uh, the state of Kentucky. Uh, but the the interesting thing is, and this is from I believe uh, Dan Earl's post because he's been he's been tracking this hardcore this whole time. That uh, Hemet Meta from the Friendly Atheist blog uh, found something interesting about the vote. He said a state board restocked last week with new appointees by Governor Matt Bevan has quietly approved the long-sought tax incentives worth up to $18 million Oh, for fuck's sake. Due to open this summer in Grant County. And he said that just last week, uh, Bevan changed the makeup of the board's authority, replacing four of the members and reappointing one. So they are, like, gerrymandering all of this shit. And the, what, what really bugs me is that this Bevan guy is a Tea Party Republican. Mm-hmm. They should be like less money, less money on this. No, no, no. The Tea Party Republicans are goddamn hypocrites at their soul. Oh, yeah. To the very core. Come on, atheists. Like we can use the word soul poetically. Yes, we can. It's 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 artistic license with words, people. It's a a pretty word. I I mean, in their core being, (sighs) that is the essence of themselves, which is not a which is not a literal concept, but a metaphorical concept. Yeah, and there's going to be somebody that would be like, well, I don't like that word. It, it invokes religion. Shut up. Um, no, no, no. no. <laughs> ah, mm. yeah. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a metaphorical concept. Oh, I know. That, I just... that means encompassing the being of a person. <laughs> you know, there's just no pleasing a lot of people in the atheist community. I am so. fully aware. So, uh, so Bevan their soul, for... the libertarians that, that are the Tea Party people are not actual libertarians which are open-minded yeah. and separation of church and state and all that no 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 what they are is hard is right extremists <laughs> yeah they're extremists in the hard right of the christian right yeah where they demand privilege but the uh the last little bit of this article is really the reason i picked this one up is because dan errol's a, a poet with words he said kentucky is becoming the state where the establishment clause goes to die Yep. And <laughs> really is. So and so that brings mm-hmm. us to the the next Ken Ham little bit of news. And I'm not trying to make this all about him, but he was he has interesting sh- shit going on. This is from Raw Story. Uh let's see. A creationist Ken Ham took to Twitter to rage at the sec the quote unquote secularists whom he thinks want to suppress the wickedness of man by making fun of his tax funded religious entertainment center. It's because you're opening a park based on a provably false fucking story. It's yeah. so easily proven false and just it is demonstrably <sighs> false. So Ken Ham, we all know who he is. Heads up answers in Genesis, uh, a Christian. Uh, you don't need the, the textbook definition. You know what he believes, a 6000 year old earth and all that stuff. So yeah. he said on Twitter on Monday that people were he was complaining about nonbelievers making 
moral judgments that he believes mocks God's words. Oh. God, God wanted you to open a theme park. Don't you think there are better ways Why for your ministry to reach your people? Bible? Why yeah. should I believe your Bible? Like, I actually got a Christian stumped with that shit. I'm like, okay, so why should I believe that one? Yeah. He's like, uh, because it's in there. <laughs> it said so, and I'm like, and I'm saying it's not real. Yeah. Prove me wrong. What? What? What, bitch? So on Twitter, he said, secularists secularists accuse God of being immoral as he judged at the flood, but ignore the fact that they've no absolute basis to make any moral judgment, because there is no such thing as absolute morality. There no, there is actually no- is not. Uh, at a certain level, you come to objective morality. Our, our sub- subjective morality. There is no such thing as objective. There is morality that works for us at this time right now, which in the future, somebody would be like, nope, that's immoral too, which is how morality changes. There is no fucking absolute morality. No, when you're but like, well, when you're like, uh, you should I never kill. There are times that said that we can absolutely judge morality based on scientific information. Yeah. If we are basing that morality on what causes the most good and the least harm, we can actually measure that. Exactly. You should do as least Mm -hmm. harm as possible. And that's where your morality should come from. That's where it comes from in all of us because because we go, huh, we're empathetic beings. We can see how this might affect somebody else. Jeez. But it's so much more than that. It's not just how it can affect somebody else. It's it's just simple, though. It's simple. It doesn't have to be plate written on by a bush in the fucking mountains that some old dude that didn't actually escape Egypt gave down to the people that weren't actually there to begin with. It's ridiculous. So he also continued with his, uh, secularist Mark at, uh, Ark encounter because they want to suppress the wickedness of man and that we're all under judgment by Holy God. Oh, let him come for me. Let him come. I'm, I go ahead and judge me. I could judge you right? right fucking back, you Yahweh piece if of shit. If I am wrong and the Christian God is correct, which all science proves to not being true, um, if I am completely wrong and he judge judges me immoral for, by the way, doing my active best to not cause harm. Yeah, like my active best to not cause any harm. Um. But because I have premarital sex, <laughs> like if that, yeah, go ahead and judge masturbate. Me that yeah. Like if that's really what he's gonna come after me at, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to eat my shellfish. And he and he sends yeah, and he sends me to hell for that shit. <laughs> I already have a plan. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Satan, dude. Come on, like Let's you're bad. I love you, and whatever you need to defeat this con the, the this overbearing. Cock gobbler. Absolutely. Like <laughs> just just this 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 immoral dictator fuck. Yeah. Who would rather punish people for the free will that he demanded rather than save everyone. I will not participate. Let us take this motherfucker down. So Ken Ham also says that uh they don't want to acknowledge secularists again. They are in need of the Ark of Salvation. Noah's Ark is a picture of Jesus, I, which made me want to go, oh, I wish I had Photoshop skills because I would go and find a picture of Jesus and replace it with that fucking incomplete Ark that they've got <laughs> in Kentucky right now. I'd be like, look, I found Jesus. Wait, that's a that's a picture of Jesus with the Ark for his face. Nope, nope. This Ken Ham guy says, nope, the Ark is a picture of Jesus. That doesn't make any sense. No. 
No, because if, if well, never mind. He fucking contradicts himself in the book anyway, so. That doesn't make <sighs> any goddamn sense. I hate this fucking man. I really do. Uh, let's see. What else did we have happen this week? Um, we had Tyler Glenn come on local radio station and renounce being a Mormon anymore. <laughs> yes, we did. That was pretty fucking awesome. And the, the that was amazing. Go. Uh, I'll probably play it at the end of the show here for the people listening on the podcast. But um, Tyler yes. Glenn from the Neon Trees uh, released a song this week uh, called Trash, where he actively... In the video, like they defaced a whole bunch of like pictures of Joseph Smith and Book of Mormon and everything, and he About showed goddamn time, buddy. And he showed the secret handshakes in inside the elevator in the in the video. You really need to go check it out. It's on um, RollingStone.com. Yeah, no, he uh, he <clears throat> up to his, his the the reality that he finally broke the cognitive dissonance. He finally yeah, broke through. Yeah, he finally it, so. broke through. And he's he said something really shocking on the radio, which I, I happen to agree with a lot, where he's like, he's like, yeah, I, I came to this realization that none of this is true. And if they don't want me, I don't want anything to fucking do with them. I mean, he didn't say that, but I'm paraphrasing here. And he's like, it's it's strange because here I am. I'm 32. And you think you would have all of this stuff worked out by now. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, welcome to the fold, man. There's a lot of people that don't reach, you know. Uh, being uh, secular until their late 60s and stuff like that? Because you imagine how how robbed you would feel at that point in your life? I mean, I feel relatively happy because I, I figured it out a lot somewhat earlier. I mean, I'm not like like 20. I was anything like that. It was probably mm, late 20s when I finally was like, atheist, loud and proud, out there, you know. You know, I can't remember the moment where I decided I was an atheist. I can't do it. Yeah. Like... I don't remember the moment at all. It was just somewhere I, along the line I realized it. I remember the I don't be- holy shit there is no god. I remember that that eureka moment for me. I remember telling my grandma I don't believe Jesus was divine. <gasps> like I remember that moment How dare she went to my you. yeah, she <laughs> went to my father. This is my Catholic grandma. <laughs> okay. I say that, but she also is like, gay people should be married. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I, I, I have no answers here. Um, but I went to her and said, uh, she called me a Christian. And I said, no, I'm not. No, nope, She not said, really. yes, you are. And I said, <laughs> no, grandma, the definition of a Christian is one who believes that Christ is the son of God. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that the the guy who you called Jesus was the son of God. And so she like flipped the fuck out and went to my dad <laughs> and was like, yeah, she's not, she's going to need to correct your child. Yeah. And I, 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 so I remember that moment, but I don't remember the moment in which I realized I lacked a belief because of that, the moment I told my grandma that I didn't believe that I was not a Christian, I still was a, a theist? somewhat theist yeah a theist? you were at you were as everybody likes to say i was an atheist i was agnostic no 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 no, no, no. i oh. would not claim that t- title i was uh pagan but i didn't necessarily it's complicated <laughs> it's complicated <laughs> uh basically i was i believed in magic is basically well. what i was going to sum it up so i can't i can't say that i was an atheist because i believed in something greater like some magic greater than myself i do still believe in a real world concept of things greater than myself 
But, so let's see. Uh, I'm going to move along in the news here. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, but, you're fine. Uh, the, no, I was just saying like, ah. I was uh, watching. Uh, I just want to add one little thing in there. When you're talking about Catholic, that reminded me I was watching uh, Fear the Walking Dead before we did the show tonight. And there's a part where a kid finds a rosary like in this like suitcase and he he gets back to his family and he hands the hands the rosary to like someone in, that that's on the boat with him. And I'm like, I said out loud with my wife next to me, I'm like, oh, how nice. A torture device for somebody who was killed. That, oh, that's just wonderful. That's a well, great that's gift. Like, yeah. <laughs> I right. just hate, I hate there's so many people that see a crucifix and they're like, oh, that's so wonderful. That's great. And I'm like, yo, that's a shitty way to die. <laughs> yeah, it's a super terrible way to die. <laughs> so in uh, Germany, uh, they have finally made it so circumcising young boys for religious re- reasons amounts to bodily harm the shit you say that's amazing so guess guess who was pissed off about this i mean christians probably would get pissed off about it but who is who's like hardcore into dick cutting you know you have your jewish people and you have your jewish the second muslims where they're really pissed off about it and the uh, the court said that a child's right to physical integrity trumps religious and parental rights Indeed, it fucking That's does. That's awesome. That's fucking great. So the the case involved a doctor who carried out a circumcision on a four year old that led to medical complications. No, the shit you say. What no, you fuck? mean you know it's something that any kind of surgery, even if it's just lopping off a little you know calamari ring at the very end, you know, it still could cause fucking horrible problems with the person. There's no reason to remove the foreskin. Come on, guys. And so it says here in the article, although male circumcision, unlike female circumcision, is not illegal in Germany, the court's judgment said that the fundamental right of the child to bodily integrity outweighed the fundamental rights of the parents. So, All right. Now, here's why female circumcision is worse. It it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, No question about that. No. um, uh, I Now, as somebody who absolutely is a hundred percent against circumcision for males male circumcision at birth is bad it's a bad yeah and i don't like it um objectively speaking female circumcision is worse yeah because it's like cutting off the entire glands (laughs) no 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 false no um there's 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 a there's a miscommunication about this um so there are levels of female genital mutation uh, mutilation in which uh there there's variations where they uh if you were talking strictly circumcision mm-hmm. it is removing the clitoral hood which is uh, just cruel man many people don't know this but um although the the clitoris like a penis engorges and expands during sexual intercourse it does not actually expand past the hood and that is because the glands of the clitoris is uh it has the nerve density of like four thousand more nerve endings so it's like mm-hmm. wicked sensitive <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so like that clitoral hood it Lightning like bolt. it feels good it like that's a good thing like you don't need to be like directly exposed to the clitoris you really, <laughs> really don't uh, unless she's into it and if she's into it great go for it <laughs> But uh, you can you can pull back the clitoral hood, which is a foreskin, by the way, mm-hmm. same endometri- endometrial tissue, same thing. Yeah. Uh, so you can pull it back, but you don't have to. Um, but uh, 
the the thing is that if you do remove entirely that clitoral hood, you basically kill your clitoris. Because it's too um, much. It's too much sensation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is strictly circumcision. Is yeah. just the removal of the hood, which is the, akin to the foreskin. And I'm all for foreskin. Yeah. Um. Luckily, in the Western world, we've decided we're not doing that. We're just not cutting that. Great. Fan-fucking-tastic. That's a good idea. Um, in other parts of the world, and, and I, this the one episode where I had to, like, walk the fuck away was yeah. female genital muta mutilation. Uh, there are certain levels of that in which they remove the labia. They remove the clitoris. Uh, the clitoral glands, because yeah. the reality is that the clitoris extends uh, below the surface. Sorry, this is a very complex the subject. Um, so the penis actually has roots that it, that attach to the pelvic bone, and they and that's how you can achieve an actual erection. I wish you guys could see the video <laughs> if you're not watching it because there. So the, the She's penis about to break has, out charts. Yeah, this, this, the penis actually has like these wonderful, fabulous roots and they attach right onto the pelvic bone and they allow a grounding for the fabulous thing that is the erection. And that sounded slightly sarcastic because I've been drinking, but it was not because I love erections. And we're getting blueberries. So Yes, I know, but uh, <laughs> I feel like this is an important subject. No, so go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so the, the clitoris also achieves an erection of some sort where uh, the two cavernous bodies that fill with blood and the glands are remarkably sensitive. But because it's so tiny, 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 it does not need to ground. So the clitoris actually just expands beneath the vagina. Like, it's just like this big old organ. It's not actually that big, but it's big <laughs> enough that it's like, that is sexual pleasure for women is the clitoris not just the glands, but if you remove the glands, that is, it, it, it's bad. It's bad. Don't remove the glands. I've, ah, seen, some hentai, I've seen some hentai with expanded clitorises. <laughs> don't. Let's just, let's just make a general rule and don't remove the glands. But the, yeah. the level of female uh, genital mutilation in certain parts of the world goes not just to removing the glands, but to removing the labia, both inner and outer. Ah, yeah. Gross. That's bad. That's terrible. That's terrible. So it goes a step further. They sew the actual vaginal opening halfway shut. Gross. So yeah. the the um, there was a guy that is the president of Germany's Central Council of Jews. What a weird fucking title to have. <laughs> that is a weird title. <laughs> His name is Dieter Graumann. Says that he said that it is a unprecedented precedented and dramatic intervention in the right of religious communities to self-determination nope sorry your no. your, your ideas no. do not trump no. people's rights you no, that's oh that's just it though is that your religious rights do not get to determine for your baby yeah. you so assholes. he said he urged the country's parliament to clarify the legal situation to protect religious freedom against attacks so we were not the only country dealing with this whole protect my religious freedom shit. Ah! So this tells me that religion, in, at least in the civilized world, is in the fucking death throes. It is so close to being just not apparent. It's dying. Not it's a dying thing. It's a dying. It's a dying thing. Yeah. Woo woo. So let's see. Save our foreskins. Save them. 
Uh, let's see. There was a particularly horrendous story coming out of Oklahoma, and this will be the last one before we cut to break. Uh, have you heard about the Oklahoma court decision where uh, the state law doesn't criminalize oral sex with a victim who is completely unconscious? Okay, I heard about this, but you need to expand because Snopes said that was not the moral intention. But here's the thing about Snopes is that they like... Uh, I love Snopes. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Snopes is fantastic. But they basically use the information that is presented to them, but that does not indict the undermining causes of okay. passing the law. So it was a ruling by a unanimous decision by the state's uh, criminal appeals court is sparking outrage, uh, who says that the judicial system is engaged in victim blaming and buying outdated notions about rape. Agreed. Uh, so legal experts and victim advocates said that they viewed the ruling as a sign of something larger. The troubling gaps that still exist between the nation's mm -hmm. patchwork of laws and evolving ideas about rape and consent. So it involved the allegations were that a 17 year old boy assaulted a girl who was 16 after volunteering to give her a ride home. Two of them had been drinking in a park in Oklahoma and a with a group of friends. And it became clear that the girl was really badly intoxicated uh, to the point where she had to be carried to the other guy's car. And another guy who briefly rode in the car recalled her coming in and out of consciousness. So the boy brought the girl to her grandmother's house. Uh, and while still unconscious, the girl was taken to a hospital uh, where a test put her blood alcohol content at above 0.34, which is Holy like shit, yeah, balls, like four man. times the four times that thing. So she awoke as staff were concluding the sexual assault examination. Tests would confirm that the young man's DNA was found on the back of her leg and around her mouth. The boy claimed to investigators that the girl had consented to performing oral sex. The girl said she didn't have any memories after leaving the park, and the prosecutors charged the young man with forcible oral sodomy. If she's drunk, she cannot give consent. I do. I agree. I agree. She can't. You get, you get uh, unless, consent unless before. previously established, like yes. in a married couple. And even then, that's not always a yes, you know? No, it's not. But um, I also can understand how... I, I don't want to... I don't... I, mm. I don't want to victim blame. I'm not victim blaming. I want to no. make this perfectly fucking clear that if she is uncomfortable with the situation, she is perfectly allowed to be uncomfortable with the situation um but when all parties are drinking i can see why we have a problem in our judicial system saying that the male did something wrong as well if she can't remember and this is horrid and it's awful and i'm so sorry um if she can't remember anything and uh humans are remarkably Easy, pr easily prone to sex because <laughs> yeah. we are. Um, I can see how he. I, so I, 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 I love our young men. I really do. I. It sounds to me, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds to me like this young man wanted to get blown. Well, the thing is, is that she was really drunk. And right. He obviously was not drunk enough that he couldn't drive and drunk enough to make moves and stuff like that. So the 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 um hang on, what does it say here? The the decision reads that forcible sodomy cannot occur where a victim is so intoxicated as to be completely unconscious at the time of the sexual act. 
So I was trying to say, oh, well, she was blacked out, so it's not, you can't call it that. And see, that's false. That is absolutely 100% false. I just don't want to make the young man who I, it seems to me, was not trying to force anything. And so the the court said that, um, its reasoning, the court said, was that the statute listed several circumstances that constitute force, but was silent on incapacitation due to drinking alcohol. We will not, in order to justify prosecution of a person for an offense, enlarge a statute beyond the fair meaning of its language. So it's a bad, bad language in the law that kept this from being a getting the getting the decision that they wanted. So, Ugh, see, here's the problem with with it is that human sex and sexuality is so remarkably complex that our law has not caught up with it yet. No. And Benjamin Fu, who is the uh, district attorney in Tulsa County, uh, the attorney leading the case, said that the ruling had him gobsmacked. The plain meaning of forcible oral sodomy of using force includes taking advantage of a victim who was too intoxicated to consent. And this is where the education of our youth is like, hey, have you been drinking and have you not had sex with this person previously? Maybe you shouldn't be having sex You shouldn't sex be doing things like that because... And uh, this goes back to the concept of virginity. Oral sex is sex. Yeah, All right, guys. It is. I don't believe that anybody until that day believed that the state of the law was that this kind of conduct was ambiguous, much less legal. And I don't think the law was a loophole until the court decided it was. So technically, <laughs> you get somebody drunk enough, you can you can either right. blow them or slick them as much as you want. So And that is... An- that is the problem with the law, not necessarily no. the case in point. Uh, the case in point could have been, oh my God, way too many factors, right? Yeah, and there's like 17 other paragraphs. Of and like and what this people is not and... in any way blaming the victim. No. I don't want to blame the victim in any way, shape, or form because obviously somebody cared enough to take her to the hospital for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. That's, that's alcohol poisoning levels of fucking drug. 0.34. Wow. Holy shit balls. Uh, no. Uh, but here's the thing about some people are really bad at judging how drunk somebody else is. Well, you also have to keep in mind, these are like 16 year olds. And so they don't know drinking from their, from their tits at that age. And the (laughs) are ridiculous. Yo, I can remember my first attempts at drinking, you know, I was much older than 16, but like, I didn't know where to limit and how long to wait for something to kick in. So you got really fucking drunk, blackout drunk. So, so, uh, so these, so I don't, I don't necessarily want to. In this particular situation to, yeah. uh, and again, this is a very particular, particular situation yeah. to say that the young man in question was doing a wrong thing because we don't know and she can't remember. So it isn't until proving guilty and uh, not victim blaming, not victim blaming. She did but nothing wrong. It just goes to show that the, the courts have a ways to catch up to actual right. real people. You know? Right. But. When we come to the courts and they say, well, if they were so drunk, they can't remember. No harm, no foul. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. no, uh-uh, doesn't work. uh-uh, no, and, no, false. And unfortunately, that brings us to the part where we need to cut it short here and go to our first break. Uh, we're going to be back with Fun With Real Audio here in a second. So um, be right back. This is 
X, and this is Felicia, Utah Outcast. Be right back. Hey, are you looking for a podcast to fill all your nerdy needs? Well, I have a place for you. It's called the Nerd Dome Podcast. And oh, they've got it all for you. All you have to do is go to the Pod Hell Network at podhell.com. We're also on iTunes. Okay, so we're back from our first little break there, and we're here with our fun with real audio segment. Yes, the, your guys' favorite segment. I know, it, I know a lot of people really like this segment. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with our first contestant, and usually we have something to say about this guy every week. And so this is Brian Fisher. Yay, fucking Brian Yay! Fisher. Yay! Actually, you're an asshole. I know, I know. We're, we're Season two is fastly approaching, and we'll be able to trim a lot of this this horribleness out of our life. We'll still talk about it, and we'll probably still play some clips, but we're not going to do a whole segment dedicated to this. I mean, it'll be a segment, but not like a whole hour. But anyway, that's, that's season two. got to finish out this one, which uh, we've only got like... Oh, like three or four more episodes until then. And for those that are watching now, you know, you can catch the uh, the patron shows now uh, that are six months old. You really should be listening to the new stuff. Why aren't you? Why aren't you being a patron? Come on, do it. No, we're better at this now. We yeah, know we're, what we're doing. Yeah, because I listened to some of the old ones and I'm like, oh, God, guys, don't go back and listen to these. Because <laughs> it's like <laughs> awkward as shit. Because there was the episode where it was just you and Kyle. Where I was like, "Oh, this is fun," because <laughs> I that wasn't was there a for weird it. episode. And like, it, here's the reality: I don't have enough time in my life to, <laughs> to dedicate to like doing all the things, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, I I didn't do a damn thing for that episode, and it was just me and Kyle, and, and we winged it. It was a good episode. I liked listening to it because I wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I actually get to listen to my show for a chance. Oh, no, so, it was fun, though, because Kyle is like amazing. Kyle's amazing. Kyle's, Kyle's amazing. We love we miss Kyle. You, man. Uh, so Brian Fisher, who wants to talk to us about uh, the the talk, the blah, 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 the policy at Target. That, oh, you know, fun, fun, fun. you know the Let's policy see. that hasn't changed since they've been a company, but they they re they restated it to everybody. Like, look, just use the bathroom with, with the, whichever gender you identify with. And of course, you know the American Family Association or Heritage, whatever the hell the fucking group is. The AFA, I think, is who it is. Uh, let me double check here just to make sure. Um, yeah, AFA, the American. American fuckboy association. No, sorry. Amer <laughs> American Family Association who have a problem with Target and they've got like nearly a million signatures saying they're going to boycott Target. So go buy something at Target, people. Uh, but anyway, yes. fucking Brian Fisher. Let's let the, the silver fox say it in his own words. This is maybe the most bizarre point we've ever reached in American history. We have five people. The most bizarre point we've ever reached in American history. I can... No, <sighs> I could think of so many more no. bizarre points yeah. in history. I could think of so many more, which, you know, it'd be interesting. You know, to do transgender has been a thing for a while now. Yeah, it's just it's their turn under the scope now that they can't really get hit the gaze as hard as they used to. It's them that's next. So atheist, we're on deck. You know? <laughs> I actually feel like it's them. They, they, they actually have nothing to do in government and they have like nothing they can do to improve it to more of their favor yeah. at this point so that's why they're like we're gonna target 
transgender people. Fuck it. Like, they, they have nothing they can actually focus on. This is Utah making porn a public health crisis. They're like, look, we did a thing. And they didn't actually do anything. Yeah, that's the bathroom bills. Anything. The problem with them. <laughs> Okay, um, the problem with the bathroom bills is they're actually going to cause harm. Yeah, that, they on. really will. So let's let Brian talk here. Running for president. Of these five, ladies and gentlemen, only one of them, only one of the five people that want to be the next president of the United States, only one of them. I think we heard you already. You've said that like one six of, times that one of them. One of, and we can all guess who it's one. going to be. We can all guess which fucking theocratic republitard is it going to be. Gee, I wonder. I wonder who. Is it, it the one who picked the lady who killed her daughter or stepdaughter, Carly Fiorina? You know. Is it is it the one who looks like he's wearing a human skin suit? Is it the one that looks like he's made out of like uh, ballistics gel? Is the melty face? Is the melty face? <laughs> is it the guy face? that has no bones? You know, who? who... Is it the whiny fucking Canadian Cuban Southern Hybrid. accent? <laughs> oh, who could it possibly? Who could be? it be? Is committed to keeping sexual deviance <sighs> out of our daughter's back. I'm a sexual deviant. You're a sexual <laughs> deviant. We're all deviants in the eyes of God. <laughs> Ten toes, ten, ten toes up, ten toes down. Not just that. Uh, now, I don't want to bash missionary. Missionary is lovely. Missionary is a perfectly nice position. Absolutely fabulous. <laughs> Good for clitoral stimulation. But come on, guys. Mix it up. Um, and if you're looking to make babies, that's the one. <laughs> well, at least one of them, I should say. But if we're going to have fun with this thing Splooge. that is sex... <laughs> <laughs> Why limit it to just one way no. to do it? You got to at least like move the hole in the sheet somewhere else. <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> That's Ted Cruz for you right there. And out of our daughter's. No, we we weren't saying his name. Oh, we hadn't got there yet, but locker rooms, out of our daughter's shower rooms, and out of our daughter's dressing rooms. One out. You misogynistic fucks, all of you. All of you people are like, we need to protect our women. We need That's to protect it. our girls. It's they're like, not actually about protecting women. They're not actually about protecting they're, women. They're making women actually fucking about victims. Protecting women, just... They would talk about consensual sex. <laughs> if they were actually uh, about protecting women, they would talk about how women are not property to be owned and that they do not they are not responsible for the sexuality of males. No, what they would talk about is like they, they if they were actually about it, they would talk about how uh, you're your own person. You can make your own decisions. You know, like I and do with my daughter. And men should respect that. That's not what they're talking about, though. No, no. No, they're talking about pedophiles in bathrooms, which is a thing that already happens and not because they're dressed as a, wom a woman. Yeah, that's that. And they're like, well, you see, we have this one case. You're like, yeah, because you guys have been making a fucking issue about this. And it was not actually a real transgendered person. It was someone who was cross-dressing to get into the bathroom. And not one not transgender person has no. ever found to not be guilty of this. One. You are more not likely one. to be assaulted in a bathroom by a member of the GOP than a trans person. Indeed, sir. So. Out of five wants to protect our the women in our families from sexual deviance in their bathrooms. And, of course, Target is just one example of this problem if okay, a presidential x you got it you got it you got it. Okay. Uh, okay here's the deal yeah in this calendar shoot that i've been talking up remarkably we had a non-binary person yeah. um she 
often right. identifies as female, but okay. not always <laughs> identifies as female. And uh, she was fabulous. And guess yes. what? She's that. Does she prefer she or does she go by they? Uh, usually she. Okay. Yeah. This is why I'm, I, this is why I'm using the pronoun she. Okay. Uh, uh, fabulous, amazing woman who was, but she, she considers herself non-binary with a predominance to female. Gotcha. Fine. 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 Right. See how uh, fucking easy that is? People that hate feminism and SJWs and stuff like that. See how fucking easy it is to get over that little hill? Everybody's yeah. like, non-binary. Cool. Yeah. You don't need... You Guess what? Uh, her sexuality is, is both. Is hers. Her sexuality <laughs> goes to both, male and female. I openly admitted loudly in this shoot that I was uh, mostly straight. Like, 60%. That was the words I used. Yeah. <laughs> like, 60% straight. And um, nobody cared. Because... Uh, and here's the only reason that we have a largely female participation in this is not because of sexuality. It's because uh, other women understand being objectified and harassed. Mm -hmm. Therefore, even if they are somewhat gay, they're going to be like, I get it. Yeah. Like, and so that's where that comfort comes from is that, that, that we are actively attempting to not objectify each other. And to not harass each other. So we had this non-binary person sitting there. Uh, one shoot, she had her hair down and it was far more feminine. The next one, she had it in like a straight up mohawk with Viking braids. It was red. And the <laughs> whole night, she was sitting there naked. And the whole night, I was sitting there naked. And there was another woman sitting there naked next to her. And guess what? Nothing bad happened. <laughs> Nobody assaulted each other. No, Nobody got raped. Nobody got fondled. Yeah. You know? No, we sat there and talked like human fucking beings. So it's not. It's not the the, the It's not their your 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 transgenders. It's not your. It's sexual goddamn fucking. It's sexual predators. predators yeah. Which is completely irrelevant to the gender they identify with. Yep. So that has nothing to goddamn fucking do with it. You assholes. Yep. So let's see. Candidate is not committed to keeping sexual perverts oh! out of little girls' bathrooms. I do not care what else he stands for. It doesn't matter to me. He's willing to burn down this house with everybody. <laughs> this is, I hate this guy. Uh, let's, he's almost done. Little girls' bathrooms? Okay, you, okay. Okay, what, okay, Felicia, what do you yes. go to the bathroom to do? I, I go to pee. Pee, take a dump, <laughs> wash your hands. You know, I go to check out my, make sure I my eyebrows aren't fucking crazy. To my clothes. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Riding a bike to work, I change my clothes in the bathroom. Um, so. I actually have worked in an office place where they had non-binary, ex absolutely accepting bathrooms. Yeah. And I have peed next to my boss. And who the fuck cares? Because it's uh, a male bathroom. boss. I should it is, specify. It is a, a male bathroom. gay boss. It is I a toilet. That's what we're going to call it. A toilet. Yeah. And then we we're washing our hands next to each other and we're both going, well, this was unusual, but certainly not. Creepy. Like, Gross. Harmful. No, no. Yeah. There was nothing creepy ever happening. We're, we were just like, we, 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 we simply noticed that this is 
like two people who are not sexually <laughs> attracted, but who are affectionate, but not attracted to each other in yeah. any way, shape or form. Uh, standing next to each other, washing hands after using the bathroom. And that's not a thing that has ever occurred to us. He has peed next to people he finds sexually attractive. I have that's a thing that he has done. Guess what he hasn't done? Reached over and said, hey, let me get that for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Brian Fisher. Let's hear what you have to finish up. Uh-huh. What else he might stand for? Doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I don't care. If he won't keep sexual perverts... Out of little girls' bathrooms, nothing else he says or believes makes any difference to me. You need to buy I a pop have filter. no interest <laughs> in the rest of his agenda. I don't care how good it is ah, if he's players. not right on this subject. You know, why on earth would I vote for a candidate that has openly declared as a matter of public position that he is willing to put the sexual integrity of the women in my oh. life at <laughs> oh, There it is. There it is. There it is. Are women my women? Sexual, exactly. And sexual, there it sexual is. integrity. There it is. There Risk. the women being. I right repeat, in- how in the world could any right-thinking father or mother possibly vote for a candidate like that? Pretty easy. You go to the booth, you pull the lever for whoever it is you're voting for, and it's done. Women like sex too, motherfucker. Women actually like sex. There are oh, women sexual people. deviants too, you know. No, uh, here's. Uh, actually, oh, I'm sorry, sexual predators, not deviants, because we're actually, all deviants. <laughs> actually, yeah. Uh, w- with uh, with people living in the home amongst children, the largest perpetrators are actually women. Mm, sexual yeah. abuse of children it. is actually living in the home is like is women. Uh, that's not to say the majority of women because it's not. <laughs> yeah. So the next one that we have up here, because I'm done, I'm done with you. But my, my, my okay, sure. well, my, my whole no, point is, that I, I really, I, I'm sorry, X, I really want to make this point. You're fine. Um, the end of the day, what they're, what they're afraid of is female sexuality. At the end of the day, they're afraid of their women being non-monogamous, non-binary. That is what they're afraid of. Because if their women are owner, if their women they own their sexuality, you know, yeah, if they own their own sexuality, that could mean that they don't like the one they're with. And they could also be like, they don't, uh, I'm a guy and I'm supposed to protect these women. I'm, that's my job as a man. Patriarchy. Oh, baby, honey, I don't need you to protect me. Nope. (laughs) No, I actually don't. No, in reality, no, we got this. No, we we live in a country where, you know, you don't have to white knight for ladies. You really don't. <laughs> uh, case in point, calendar shoot. We we shot really, really late into the night. Bad part of town. Uh, not, that the, the, not that the photo shoot was in a bad part of town. Like, uh, not that the, the actual shooting was wonderfully comfortable and accepting and welcoming. Uh, <laughs> leaving the building was in a bad part of town. Uh, we walked together to protect each other because the reality is that we can absolutely handle that. We don't need your protection. Mm. We got this. Okay. So we have, uh, Jim, not yeah, Jim Baker. Yay. I love Jim Baker because he's fucking insane on this clip. Uh, let me see here. It is. I found it. Uh, Jim Baker. 
The only reason we need a fence on our borders is... He's talking about Trump's fence, of course. Or, oh, you know, who else is? Yeah. Because we need to have the law and order where... So help me, I'm going to stand up. <laughs> this is where he starts to get like super... Super fucking racist. So just hang oh, on. I'm excited for <laughs> everybody. No, no. Oh, but it's true. It's so true. Now listen. And his his his, his his hype woman, his flavor flav is just like it's so true. It's so true. She like even had the like. She has this lazy throat where she can't really talk right. The sauce is like it's so true. Listen to me. Do you know the hell that drugs alone is causing to the United States of America? Because you criminalized them. Indeed, sir. <laughs> there it is. If you treat it as a health condition instead of a criminal act, that shit goes away. Look at the case studies in Portugal. <gasps> what? Actual science. Other Dear other dear. countries can do shit that America can't do. <gasps> no, they can't. This is America. No, We're America's exceptional. Best. <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. listening to me at all? Yes. We yeah. Are. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Have you had a kid on drugs? Yes. No. No. How many of you have had a relative die from an overdose? And all these doughy white people in the audience, there's like five. Medical Where marijuana. Where is the part? biggest share of the drugs coming from? Mexico. Oh, you! <laughs> oh, the biggest you share, motherfucker. The biggest share. You know, crystal meth. Yeah, that comes from Mexico. Heroin. Yeah, that comes from Mexico. Yeah, let me tell you, dude. No, you're getting marijuana from Mexico, and really not that much anymore. <laughs> no, because it's locally grown. Yeah, or they do it's the locally grown organic. Or they do the illegal grows like on the sides of mountains and stuff mm -hmm. like that because it's cheaper and a lot easier than trying to ship shit across the border. So mm -hmm. it's stupid, stupid, oh. it's stupid, and we're like sheep being led to the slaughter. <laughs> but you call Jesus your shepherd. So yes, you like to see yourself as sheep. You like to see yourself as a flock of a fucking braying fucking animal where it's like, <gasps> man, lead me. <sighs> that got somebody turned on really hard right there, I bet. Why shouldn't I have to take out an ID to vote? Why should what the hell shit does that have to do with anything he was saying? Why I'm should sorry. I have why shouldn't I have to take out an ID to vote? Because they should just be able to go, yes, your name is this and this is your address and this is this is you on the voter registry. You shouldn't right. have to go vote like picture ID. Because not imagine this people, not everybody has picture ID. Not everybody has a car. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't and it? And you know what? It doesn't even fucking matter because the reality is that People who want to defraud the system don't give a shit about voting. No, they don't give a fuck about that. They really actually don't, though. Ugh. You control that if somebody's voting ten times. Ah, that's not happening. Oh, we don't no, know. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Man, I've got to use an ID to practice to buy jelly beans. <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. You need no, sugar no, diabetes. No, you ought to have an ID to buy jelly beans. If you have sugar diabetes, you need to have an idea to buy jelly beans. No, no, 
No, no. You, you have the right no. to harm yourself in whatever way you want. If you, I see, I see plenty of diabetic people eating shit they shouldn't eat all the time at my job. And guess what? Guess what? Guess, guess what? what? They're alive. They're alive. But you know what? They're allowed to harm themselves like that. Indeed, they Just are. Just like I should be allowed to harm myself with whichever substance I want to put into my body. What are you talking about? Harming yourself with a substance? You know. Mm. <coughs> this doesn't count. This is like. This is soda. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You're harming yourself with your sugar intake. It's terrible. Right it's so fucking sweet. I can't. Not even... your alcohol. Your alcohol intake does not count in that one. But no. your sugar intake. But I've been a good boy all week. I can have some sugary fucking frou frou drinks. It's all I got in the house. I finished the last of the vodka on the first segment, and I finished the box of wine yesterday. So no, I finished the whole bottle of wine. And I got I'm vodka now. I got fucking ripped. I'm... <laughs> I'm doing my homework, god damn it. Yeah, she's got homework to do after this. I'm doing it's homework. Right. <laughs> Have we been dumbed down, John? What is going on? Forgive me. I, I'm at the point I don't know what to do. And, and, and we can't profile, but yet where do those that want to kill us... What the Help me, John. You got to get me about? out of this mess. I'm, Hang on. Hang on. Lost. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. This is all nonsense. Anti-Mexican, and he's trying to bring it around to, you know, people that oh. want to kill us coming from what religion? Where are most of the people oh, that are... Islam, because yeah. brown people are all the exact same. And, you know, because all people that are brown are... are it's like people mistaking Sikhs for, like, people that are Muslim. And it's just... Uh, it's like, you know, there are white Muslims, too. There are lots of those. There's a lot of them coming from words, words that I am losing where I'm like, you know, I work with a lot of brown people. I actually do work with like a significant amount of brown people. Just surprising in Utah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, you know, the, <laughs> I, I'm the generalizing I'm doing it's is funny. pretty rad. So, of course, I'm working with them. Yeah. Um, but they're not. <laughs> They're all non-religious, actually. <laughs> it's not shocking, I know. Um, but they're not the same thing yeah. as Muslims. They're not the same as extremists, you know. Yes. There are Christian extremists. There are Catholic extremists. There are <laughs> Jewish extremists. There are extremists in every outline group out there, you know. So, mm -hmm. you know what? I think... If you look at the numbers of Christian extremists versus the number of Muslim extremists in this country, you've had more attacks by Christian extremists. So, <gasps> what? Surprising, isn't it? I know. <laughs> I, 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 I maybe I'm getting too old to I, do I this. I almost came down there and grabbed you up, but I, you yeah. looked like you were rolling. Yeah. So. yeah. He's rolling what, on e. You know, what about profiling? What about all the stuff I'm talking about? We're making a mockery out of security at the borders. Because what of what's going on with Mr. Trump. We're making a mockery out of vetting those who are refugees that are coming in. And yet, the, it's a, if it's a Trojan horse, do you know what a Trojan <laughs> horse is? No. No. I, that story? I don't what know Trojan this? horse. <laughs> I didn't go to public school. I was homeschooled my whole life, so Jim Baker, sell me your buckets of shit. So I lack culture. Loaded with men. The horse has already come. Oh. <laughs> Great time to pause it there. Yeah. 
<laughs> all over Jim Baker's white beard. <laughs> oh, Frosty the Blowman. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna let him finish, but he's just yeah, that's fine. That's fucking, fine. Fucking he, idiots. That man. was weird. Yeah, I, got I, weird. I hate the Mexicans. I hate the Muslims. I hate everybody that's not a no, white he basically Christian. Basically, equivocated everyone who's, and that's like a, he's about to start crying. You know that. Like I know his <laughs> voice. He's about to start crying. <laughs> And you know it's so hard. <laughs> the the brown people. <laughs> yeah, that has face. So the the next target of our ire is going to be Alex Jones because <laughs> because okay, Beyonce put out a new album last week when when we started doing this stuff called Lemonade, and there's okay, people that are so so okay. Can I just talk about Beyonce for a second as a white woman? <laughs> okay. I want her to accept me and, like, know that I'm empowered by her lyrics all the same. I know that that our, I know, I know our black women need far more empowerment than our white women. Yeah. But. Her music transcends. Yeah. Transcends race. She's kind of a genius and she kind of hit me in my heart parts. (laughs) She's a, she's not for me. I that's fine i'm not a- actually i have not loved beyonce until slay yeah or I- until uh formation excuse me like like um i've respected her deeply for years um but as far as a the musical preference yeah. no um but she is so She's brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant. And not just in herself, in the fact that she brings in so many... Her pieces are collaborative pieces. And I admire the collaborative piece far and above the singular genius. There's something about the collaborative piece that I find transcendent. Yeah. And that is Beyonce. So I think Alex Jones is not going to agree with you on this one. So... Some but I, but I, ha- I have prescience because I've listened to all this before. So here we go. You you can only go so far denying the spiritual that's happening. Spiritual. That That's him setting up his, you know, you have to admit that there are spirits out there. You have to oh, admit that right. there are demons out there. You know? No, I don't. No, you have to admit that there are reptilian aliens out there. You know, they, they want to take your taters. And, no such thing. Mm-hmm, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And now the world government, the announcement of the end of cash, and mother and father is bad. And it- what the shit is he talking about? <laughs> mother and father is bad. <laughs> oh, 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 this is about oh, marriage, isn't I, it? I so wish my parents would have divorced a long time ago. <laughs> Actually, I had this conversation earlier. Yeah. Where I said, um, my parents divorcing, although both straight was probably one of the best things that happened to me in my life because I got to witness both of them being in happy loving relationships yeah instead of toxic relationships and i'm sure there's some kids out there that that remember might have gotten the same kind of talk i got when my parents were circling the drain a bunch of times where they're like if we break up who are you going to choose to live with that's some oh, fucked up oh, shit to tell a kid oh, isn't that it? Is a, yeah actually i did have that conversation <laughs> earlier today as well Weird. um no my parents actually oh shit um at the moment of their breakup, we didn't have that conversation. Mother and father is bad, though. Mother, father, bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm just saying about... that Alex Jones, so I can... Right, right. The, at the end of the day, it's not about 
because he, he what he's when he says mother and father is bad, what he's subscribing to is uh, that there's an agenda expectations of gender roles, yeah. which are largely fluid and have changed through cultures. Yeah, in, if you were to go with if you were to go with hard set gender roles from like my parents' generation, I'm the woman in the relationship, right? <laughs> and that's bullshit. And I like, honestly don't give a shit. I can fucking cook. I know how to sew. Fuck you naysayers out there. Instead of like going and joining the fucking football team, I was in home ec learning how to make biscuits and shit. Hi. So you guys can welcome kiss my ass. To the, w- welcome to the rest of the human experience. Because the reality is that those concepts of gender roles are remarkably modern. Because yep. um, the, the rest of the world was just like, yes, women handle finances and men can pull more things. And that was the limit of gender roles. <laughs> Though my wife like, does control finances. <laughs> like, men sewing was a cultural expectation. And being able to cook was a cultural expectation because uh lives. But well, also <laughs> if you look if but, you look at the amount of chefs out there, it is about I mean, right now it's skewed ma- mainly towards guys only because that's how it's been for a long time. But there are a lot more women. That, that's it. because it's a power play. And because yeah. we culturally view me, uh, a power position as a male position, which is. Yeah. False. People don't respect women more than as men. It's such, such bullshit. It is. So bullshit. Alex Jones, let's get back to him. So we don't go blueberry territory. Here. Okay. I'm sorry. And the assault okay. and the CIA admitting they're involved in domestic propaganda and all these Kesha and Beyonce and all these hip hop people <gasps> fund. Hang on. No, I take personal and rock people Ketchup. to be anti-family, anti-police, calling for revolution, but not a revolution against the Federal Reserve or the New World Order. No, just go randomly blow up some police cars. I have no. never heard no. of a pop star saying go randomly blow up some police cars. Yeah, no, I love Kesha actually, um, not musically speaking, but yeah, she's smart. Oh, she's so smart, <laughs> and she is a victim. And she's in a shitty fucking deal with their fucking record company. It's yeah, bullshit. no, she's actually like a brilliant woman who has been shafted by a bad system. A shitty producer, asshole. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, no, so I love I love me some Kesha. Mm-hmm. On like, okay, Kesha is how I feel about Beyonce before the Lemonade title. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And so just, he, he sits there and demonizes but these. Alex these. wants people to like, nobody's fighting against the Federal Reserve because uh, they're honestly doing what they were set up to do. I, I, yeah, no, the Federal Reserve is really not. Nobody's fighting against Wall Street. And be like, well, no, not really, because for the most part, that shit has nothing to do with people's day to day lives. You know, And even Wall Street is like, yeah, we need to break up the big banks. <laughs> Even Wall Street. Because they're human beings. Okay, I'll go. What you got, buddy? New Beyonce video. Hate your man. Go out with a baseball bat and beat up everybody's cars and have little girls skipping behind you. Creating a Jezebel spirit injected into little girls. Just. (laughs) (laughs) Injecting (laughs) Jezebel spirit into little girls. Oh, this guy, he's such a he's fucking... Like, he's like, women should be submissive. Women shouldn't take any power. They need to have the Jezebel spirit. Like, like, like no, no, they're having the Jezebel This concept of we are more than just baby makers is a bad thing. Fuck you, Alex Jones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I cannot believe... Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah, he oh. went there. Oh. <laughs> Be hateful and crazy and unhappy. Make oh. sure they die alone. Shit. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Alex Jones, you're making me crazy right now, but the reality <laughs> is that I'm a remarkably uh, cynical, skeptical, rational person. Let's see. The I last one. There's cynical in there, even though I never wanted to be a cynic. The, the world is turning me into one. It really is. It you, really is. You're approaching your 30s. Welcome to your 30s, Felicia. It's coming. Uh oh. Vodka. <laughs> 30 years old is your cynical years where you're like, uh, I can see why people <laughs> in the establishment. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I'm done drinking with the alcohols. I think you're good. That, that should be it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Hey, so, do not judge me. No, I'm just saying, I don't want you to have a point three five by the end of the show. What am I going to drive? You're just going to flump. I'm going to have to finish this show by myself. I'm here. I'm here. It's a good thing I have consent. No, I'm just kidding. Eh. <laughs> so, uh, we it wouldn't be a fun with real audio if I didn't finish out the quadfecta. Yeah, not trifecta, quadfecta with Pat Robertson. So... <laughs> And this one you're going to love, Felicia, because he knows what true feminism is about. Oh, my God. Yes. Pat Robertson, the flesh-colored Yoda, is going to fucking tell us what feminism is about. Well, a few years ago, feminism, the faces up front, Gloria Steinem, Bella Obzug, some of the others. He's just starting to slur everything together. Yeah, no. <laughs> Radical, let's tear down the effing patriarchy and on and on. And, oh, he uh, said effing. That's adorable. Effing patriarchy. He said effing. I need to isolate just that so you get effing patriarchy yes. from Pat Robertson. <laughs> he wanted to say it. You know, Pat Robertson is probably dirty as fuck in his real life, too. Uh, He's like, oh, yeah, baby, put that finger in my ass. <laughs> Ew, I'm depressed now. Yeah. Let's be radical and let's set these women free. And a whole generation of college women uh, were probably scarred by the. By the well, use your words. <laughs> Think it out, Pat. Come on. Scarred by the. the um, uh, uh, move on. Benoit balls. Um. Uh, no, darling. Those are the, just the delightful. rhetoric of these people. But what we've found as we've gone deeper into it is that some of those who were writing about feminism were actually making stuff up and lying. What? Like you, Pat Robertson? Like what? Like what? Like what? Well, I think he's going to go to a segment and then come right back. So here we All go. All right. I want to I hear what he has to say. think about feminism, words like pro-life and pro-family don't usually come to mind. One group now wants to change all that, and as Caitlin Burke reports, they hope to create a new kind of feminism that Maybe stands so. for faith, family, and motherhood. Oh, That's not oh, what feminism is about, you fucking retard. Women have to. Sorry to use an ableist slur like that, but yes, he is a fucking retard. Just, faith, family, um, and fem uh, and motherhood. Faith, family, and motherhood. Okay. Um, first of all, the, this, this is like talking to someone in young women's, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No family, uh, is what you make of it. Family like, could be people. No, like literally like you have no obligation to toxic people in your life. Yeah. And I don't mean literally toxic, obviously skeptics. Yeah. Um, no, I mean like people who cause more harm than good. You have no obligation to. So, 
faith, family, family is what you make of it, and motherhood. Oh, son of a bitch! Is that a <laughs> complex topic? Yeah. So we're not gonna let get get into that. Let's get let's let Pat finish up because he's only got a few more minutes, a few more seconds here. Mothers have more influence on the lives of their sons. And uh, they don't have to go out and have some parade and march around topless and, and <gasps> say nasty things like those uh, former feminists. They don't have to do that. Some uh, Being mothers, uh, they can change the world. And I I'm just congratulate Big Ocean and other uh, initiatives like that uh, to show what true feminism is. Honey, you tell me. You true tell me what feminism. true feminism is. Oh. <laughs> Fucking Pat Roberts. Yeah, uh, no, I lost my top for that because he told me they don't have to go around, around topless. Bite me, motherfucker. <laughs> I will be topless whenever I goddamn well please. Yep, and I know everybody on YouTube's like, pan down, pan down. Like, no, 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 goddamn it. I don't want the extra work. <laughs> uh, um, X, just, just because I'm not doing the extra work. Yeah. There, there you, you go, go. YouTube. You're welcome, there, YouTube. You go. There you go, darling. Okay, so uh, I could decide to go with our last one here. I mean, it's it's more of a throwaway line only because uh, it's Donald Trump saying something stupid. But all right, fine. I mean, but it, it's really if you, I really have to take it out of complex from out of complex out of con context if I want to make it actually work towards anything. Am I the only one who's completely and totally bored of Donald Trump? I just have to find where the fuck that clip went. Um. God damn it. I can't find it. <sighs> I know. So much fun. Do, do, do. True feminism. Hooray. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Here it is. Uh, Sorry. It's right below. There it is. There we go. Donald uh, Trump. Pat Robinson doesn't get to define me for me. No. Oh. So here's uh, Donald Trump. I'm going to let this one play because it's only like a minute long. Now, Cruz was coming up. You know what happened. Cruz was coming up and he canceled. Remember that he canceled. He was coming up two days ago. He canceled his trip to Rodan. So I not only didn't cancel, I said, I don't care what your schedule says. I don't care. Oh, you look at that beautiful baby. Shiny keys. <laughs> there was a kid like screaming in the audience, like a crying kid. What the weird shit is going on? Here? Okay. Like, All right. Fuck you, Cruz. Fuck you, Cruz. Oh, I love babies. I love babies. Cry a little bit. It's fine. It's good. But let, let me just tell you, I said, I don't care what our schedule is. I couldn't care less. We're going to Rhode Island. So they put it in. Now I got to make two or three of these suckers. So let's see how I feel now at the end of the day. It won't be good because we're going right now. Pennsylvania, same thing. We have massive crowds, massive rallies, same thing. And honestly, I want to thank all of those people because when the car drove up, here it comes. you people are all in here nice and comfortable. But when the car drove up, there were thousands of people on the road with Trump signs and we love Trump. And just get the word out there. Get the word out there. Here it comes. And I am so happy that I came. I'm so I have so many friends up here. One of the most. I, that's generally what I am too. Whenever Who I came. Who isn't though, darling? Who isn't? But we're going to straighten it out. We're going to bring your jobs back. We're going to get rid of your cocaine problems and your. We're going to get rid of your cocaine problems in Rhode Island. <laughs> though like you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and remove that giant hairy fucking cyst from your shoulders <laughs> like it's... oh my god he's so insane <laughs> i'm gonna remove um, that i'm gonna remove yeah, that that I'm... twin that's fucking attached to your midsection there on mars 
I remember. I remember how pissed off you would make me, but now I'm like, oh. He's a clown. He's, he's a fucking clown. Boring. Oh, man. So that's that's all I really wanted to do with that one. We had plenty of time to do it. So uh, when we come back from our quick little break here, uh, we're only going to jump into our highs and lows for the week because we feel like it's been enough of a show, and I think we can we can give you guys enough of what's going on in our lives in the, in the last little segment there because we've given you news, we've given you fun with real audio. So we're going to be back in a second, talk about our highs and lows for the week, and then we're going to cut you loose and tell you to have a good week. But until then, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt. With the Godless Revolution podcast, we've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. All right, so we're back for our last little bit of the show here. I mean, little bit because Felicia's having a lot of beverages tonight, and I've what I miss oh, Kyle. I you miss mean, Kyle dealing with emotional issues issues with alcohol. How what? dare you? How dare you cope? <laughs> you know that's allowed at least until you know Mitt Romney becomes president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to come up in the the primary. It'd be hilarious. Shut the fuck up. At the up. convention. No, I'm I'm kidding. It's probably going to be I know you're kidding, but uh, so I took my top off for Pat Robertson, so. Yay, Pat. So, the last little bit that we're going to do here for you guys is we're going to do our highs and lows for the week, and I've decided to let Felicia go just in case she gets the sleepy. She gets the sleepies. I am getting the sleepies. <laughs> so, I need to drink more water, but I'm probably not going to. Um, okay, hi. High point. My coworkers. Um, my high point was my uh getting putting put in charge of contacting law firms, which doesn't sound like a, a big deal, but um I was trusted with something very sensitive, so mm. that was pretty rad. A uh, low point? <laughs> the week. Yeah, that that's a good one. Yeah, Cause... the whole week itself hurt like a sombitch. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, my, let's see, I'll, I'll go with my low point first because that kind of sucked. I, I was uh, I was at home on Friday in, in the morning and... Most like every other morning, I'm home, I'm home for that kind of thing. But uh, I was playing with the kids upstairs, and we were I had all three of them home because my oldest had her day off of school. And we were watching stuff on YouTube on the TV because we live in a great age of technology. And there was one video I put on for them that was this, uh, what is it, galactic yoga or galaxy yoga or something like that. And so I'm letting my little kids do yoga, and this is like a British lady doing storytelling with yoga stuff. It was kind of funny that my kids were, uh, you know, listening to her do like a recap of Star Wars. And we, she's gone head down. And we've, uh, I'm not gone. No, you're good. No, I was uh, just bowing out for like literally a second. I'm not gone. The, the kids were noticing that the story that she was telling was wrong, but that's not, that's not here or there. So they were doing yoga and then we put on some just dance videos for them so they could dance along to stuff on the screen. And so my my youngest, uh, after getting done dancing to a couple of songs, sits on the couch and says, "Dad, I think I'm going to throw up." And I'm like, "Yeah, right. You're just you're just talking shit. No, like kids are always saying they're going to be sick or they're going to throw up." And then it happened. 
<laughs> and it wasn't just a bit. It was like exorcist levels of throw ups. <laughs> And so we're talking like all over the floor, all over the couch because she's four and little kids don't know how to handle that kind of thing yet. They don't know how to hold it in. They don't know how to chew it back. And so like it was just everywhere. And the breakfast that morning was breakfast burritos. Mm. And so it was just it was not easy to get out of the floor. It still is. It still slightly smells like that in that area of the house. So so my. Weekend was cleaning up that shit and involving a whole bunch of other stuff involving puke and everything. So, needless to say, we are now scheduling to get our fucking carpet removed and put in hardwood floors. So, yay, that's a lot of fucking fun. Let me tell you. Wow. Well, we're planning on selling wow. the place eventually anyway, so it, it would look better if we didn't have a giant puke stain on the floor. Man. So, that's my low point for the week. Uh, I guess for the high point, it would be... um. I got laid. That was pretty cool, but nice. <laughs> but uh, that thing. But I guess the high point would be I got to you know hang out with the wife. We watched a movie. I mean, that might have seemed like a lot for a lot of people out there, but when you work opposite schedules and you don't really really much time together, we sat down and we watched The Revenant, and I thought it was a pretty decent flick. It was something I could tell she wasn't yeah, that I, much yeah, into, but down weeping uncontrollably. I wish I wasn't half as drunk as I was watching it because I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. No, I just I just cried. Just cried. It's a good movie. Really good movie to watch. Um, but unfortunately, that's about it for us this episode. I mean, yeah. we could keep on going and going and going, but I don't want to put anybody through that. And we'll, we should have Kyle back next week. Hopefully, his, oh, hopefully he's better. Kyle. Poor Kyle. And he picked, he picked The Force Awakens to watch <laughs> to help him think about mm-hmm. not think about this stuff and it's like dude mad max dude that, mad that's max. that's possibly the worst movie you could pick for like having dad bring uh, dad issues <laughs> <laughs> don't watch that one so that's it for kyle uh for not for kyle he's not here that's it for felicia and i tonight uh <laughs> and we'll catch you again next week with another episode uh let's see we're off to go record the secret patient show for all of our patrons out there most especially again robert who continues to dominate our patreon oh, leaderboard robert my love give us your address dude we're gonna send you some swag so if you'd like to join us on the other side and knock him off his hill uh go to patreon.com slash utah outcast and select a level that you'd like to support the show at uh we offer many rewards to those who do so uh so thanks again to for uh for kyle not making it here for felicia i gotta stop reading scripts on this part for joining <laughs> me once again this week but sadly this is the part we must say to y'all that the utah outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode but until then you're welcome bonne nuit my loves and Mwah. this is where kyle would say have a great week everyone mm. anyway we'll catch you guys next week i think i lost myself in your new religion you say I pray for me like a superstition uh, We were always made for love We could always speak in tongues On my knees and I'm seeing visions Yeah, you remind me that seven sins are deadly Yeah, you used to baptize me when I wasn't ready Water never turns to wine I've been drinking 
going to say people that don't have mental problems shouldn't be allowed in the group but you know what when you're going to let that rule your fucking life when it comes to everything that happens it's like okay i have an excuse for everything and let me let me tell you what it right. is i have a problem but everybody's got a fucking problem man yes uh hence learned uh, something i learned tonight between william and i 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more oh that's a cheer we used to do in softball uh what it's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. 